It is Sunday, March 23rd, 2014. This is U62 The Targ. It's showtime, Synergy. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronic broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62 The Tar. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, they're making movie versions of Gem. They're making more X-Men movies. They're making a Charlie Brown movie. It's episode 708. Let's make a movie. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 the Tar. You're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here, and welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. We may as well get to it. The biggest news of the week, they're going to be doing a live-action movie version of Gem, a.k.a. Gem and the Holograms. Uh, going back to many a late college night with my best friend hanging out in the college paper's office, this is one of those things that we constantly dreamed of, we talked about, we did the casting of in our minds, and now it's actually happening. When Hasbro started going through their properties like G.I. Joe and Transformers, turning them into movies, we wondered, will they get around to Gem, or will they just be forgotten, another discarded toy line of the 80s? For those who don't remember Gem, let me refresh your memory. After dominating boys' toys with G.I. Joe and the Transformers and establishing a good foothold in girls' toys with My Little Ponies, Hasbro figured it was time to take down the queen of girls' toys, Barbie. So they launched their own fashion doll in the mid-80s, Gem. Gem was a pop star with her band, The Holograms, and she battled for supremacy on the music charts against The Misfits. The cartoon, of course, greatly fleshed this out. Jem had the whole superhero dual identity thing going on. By day, she was Jerrica Benton, uh, the CEO and president of Starlight Music. And by night, she was the pop star Jem, Starlight Music's number one act. The only ones who knew her secret were her band and best friends, the Holograms. And of course, she accomplished this magical transformation through the help of an AI that was built by her father called Synergy. And now they're turning it into a movie. Awesome. So what talent have they roped together to bring this movie to the big screen? Well, for the director, they got John Chu. John Chu, of course, has established the relationship with Hasbro, having directed G.I. Joe Retaliation. And, you know, he's kind of a good choice for a gem movie because before he did G.I. Joe, he did a good chunk of the Step Up movies. So he knows how to incorporate the whole pop music and elaborate dance sequences into a film. So I think he might be a pretty good choice. And in fact, they've launched a website where they are crowdsourcing ideas for this. So, to my buddy, who we came up with all the gem casting for back in the day, dust off the old fanfic we wrote, buddy. We should submit that, and we should see if that works into the movie. Actually, as I reflect on this, as I've said for a long time, if they do turn gem into a movie, there's just one thing they gotta do to make me happy. 
it must be set in the 1980s. It has to be a period piece. This thing, this product is such a product of its time. Don't hurt yourself trying to update it. Just let it stay in the 1980s where it fits, where it belongs. Actually, when I was watching some reruns on Teletoon Retro about a year ago, I came up with another idea, another modification that they should do to help make it more believable. I think the film needs a Lucius Fox character. You might remember from Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy, Lucius Fox is a character from the Batman comics, was actually a bit of a minor character until uh, Chris Nolan turned him into Batman's Q. But Lucius Fox is the CEO of Wayne Enterprises, and he's the guy who really runs the company because Bruce Wayne is off busy being Batman. So I think Jem needs that Lucius Fox character. They need someone who really runs Starlight Music, who really handles the day-to-day -day operation because Jerrica is off with her dual identity and being Gem and all that. You know, just a little tweak to make it more believable. So yeah, Gem and the Holograms, a movie is actually happening. This is, ah, uh, my entire childhood is becoming writ upon the big screen. I, I'm, I'm just uh, happy, so terribly, terribly happy. And you know, I'm also happy because it's finally warming up and springtime is finally here, so that means... Let's crank out another chestnut from the Frozen soundtrack, shall we? Here's In Summer on the Targ. Really? I'm guessing you don't have much experience with heat. Nope. But sometimes I like to close my eyes and imagine what it'd be like when summer does come. <sighs> Bees the buzz, kids will blow dandelion fuzz, and I'll be doing whatever snow does in summer. In my hand, my snow up against the burning sand, probably getting gorgeously tanned in summer. I'll finally see a summer breeze blow away a winter storm, and find out what happens to solid water when it gets warm. And I can't wait to see what my buddies all think of me. Just imagine how much cooler I'll be in summer. The hot and the cold are both so intense Put them together, it just makes sense Winter's a good time to stay in and cuddle But put me in summer and I'll be a Happy snowman When life gets rough, I like to hold on to my dream Relaxing in the summer sun Just letting off steam the sky will be blue and you guys will be there too when I finally do what frozen things do in summer I'm gonna tell him don't you dare in summer No doubt a lot of people are feeling that way now that spring has sprung. That is In Summer off the Frozen soundtrack here on U62 The Targ. Good morning, Mark Cap is still here with you. And man, this was an interesting week for movie news. 20th Century Fox also stepped up to the plate and they revealed their entire plans for all of the Marvel Comics properties they own. And you can tell they don't want to lose these properties because these uh, their plans extend at least three years into the future. 2018, no, that's four years into the future. 
See, for those who don't know why, you know, Wolverine can't be in the Avengers or anything like that, it's like this. Back before they formed their own movie studio, Marvel sold off the movie rights to a lot of their characters to other movie studios, you know, to raise some cash. That's just how things were done back in the 90s. So 20th Century Fox currently owns X-Men and Fantastic Four. Sony owns Spider-Man. And that's why they can't be in the Avengers, because, you know, different companies own them. I used to wonder for the longest time why Disney just doesn't go around and start cutting blank checks to everyone to buy all these characters back. But it seems when uh, Disney bought Marvel back in 2009, I remember reading in the fine print somewhere that Disney said they would honor all existing deals. So that's why that's not happening. And the reason why you have 20th Century Fox wanting to make these long-term plans is because when they sell the movie rights like this, they do have an expiry date in place. If they don't start filming the next movie in the franchise by a certain date, the rights revert back to Marvel. I mean, that's why we got the Spider-Man reboot, right? They were working with Sam Raimi, director of the first three Spider-Man movies, about making a fourth one. The deal with Sam Raimi fell apart. That deadline for Spider-Man was quickly approaching, so the studio just said, fuck it, we'll remake the first one. And that's why we got the Spider-Man reboot. But anyways, once again, 20th Century Fox, they really want to hang on to the rights for X-Men and Fantastic Four. So this is the plan they've rolled out for the next four years. This year, we get X-Men Days of Future Past. 2015, we get their Fantastic Four reboot. 2016, we get the next X-Men movie entitled X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, 2017, we get Wolverine 3 in the spring, and then Fantastic Four 2 in the summer. And then in 2018, we get another Marvel movie that they haven't decided upon yet. Uh, what that movie could be, uh, let's see. Uh, Jeff Wadlow, the guy who did Kick-Ass 2, he's currently working on developing an X-Force movie. And uh, there's been lots of rumors that uh, 20th Century Fox, they want to follow Marvel's example and create a shared universe for X-Men and Fantastic Four. So some are saying 2018 might even be X-Men versus Fantastic Four. Who knows? All I know is, come on, just give everything back to Marvel so that way we can have Avengers versus X-Men. Oh, yeah. When X-Men reverts back to Marvel, that's what they should do for the next Avengers movie. Avengers vs. X-Men. Mark Kappas, Lord of the Overworld, Master of the Twelve Galaxies! Where do you pick that stuff up? I never see you read. Mark Kappas. It's like he channels dead crazy people. U62, The Tar. Think it's a cry for help?
Off the Condor Man soundtrack, that's Natalia's theme here on U62 The Targ. I like that one, because Quentin Tarantino never has original music written for his films. He just repurposes his favorite bits of music from his favorite movies. That is the kind of music I could see Quentin Tarantino repurposing into one of his films. It just, you know strikes me as the kind of music he would like. Good morning, Mark Cap is here. Getting time to wrap this up. One last little bit of movie thing that happened this past week that I want to talk about. They released a trailer for the new computer animated movie version of Peanuts. That's right, Charlie Brown coming back to the big screen in computer animated glory. Uh, the computer animation studio that's doing this one is Blue Sky Studios. Blue Sky is primarily known for the Ice Age franchise, you know, and between uh, DreamWorks and Pixar, Blue Sky is kind of the neglected middle child. They're just kind of doing their own thing, hoping that sometime eventually someone will pay attention to them. I remember when they released Rio a few years ago, a lot of critics were like, oh, this is it. This is the one that's finally going to push Blue Sky up to the same level as Pixar and DreamWorks. But, you know, they're just still kind of chugging along, doing their own thing. But they got the movie rights to Peanuts, and the trailer was released earlier this week, and it's quite a unique trailer. Hopefully the whole film follows the mood set by this trailer. Even though it's computer animated and 3D, they are struggling to make it look like hand-drawn animation. And for something like Charlie Brown, it actually works. It's all over the internet now. I suggest you YouTube it and check it out, the first trailer for Peanuts. It'll be coming out in the spring of 2015, so about one year from now. And yeah, here's hoping that Blue Sky finally, you know, reaches for the sky that they are named after. That was cheesy, and when I get cheesy, that means I'm out of things to say. So let's wrap this up. I'm Mark Kappas. This has been the Targ. I'll see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of the Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. Okay, now maybe we can talk about bringing back Buffy the Vampire Slayer.